Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Right, the SEC office comes out yesterday, and they say that the the call with 43 seconds to go in the ball game, where Debo Davis goes in, he's called for a player control, but it was reviewed because the Missouri defender's feet were on the on the restricted area line was mishandled, and we we talked about this yesterday. That was not the rule, and and I kept thinking. The thought didn't cross my mind that they messed the rule up. I thought they must have had some angle that we weren't presented on TV that showed different because there's no way, based on what we saw on TV, that player's feet are not on or above the restricted area line. Well, they came out yesterday, and somehow, in the replay center, they told the on-court officials through the headphones that that's not a reviewable play, which is totally incorrect by rule. Any official that's worked any NCAA basketball and has studied the replay rule, which... Instant replay has its own rule in the rule book. We got a rule book sitting over here I've left in the in the in the studio. Inside the last two minutes, not not for the first thirty-eight minutes of the game, but once we get to the final two minutes, that is a play that is so and the reason it's in that book is because as we saw night before last, it is a large uh deciding factor in the outcome in the last two minutes of the game of that play is incorrectly officiated. And what we saw the other night was it was incorrectly called on the floor, replays there to fix it, and somehow the replay official back in the the command center told a veteran official in Tony Green, hey, that's not reviewable. That is 1,000% incorrect. And I I still, it it blows me away that that could even happen. A, that the replay officials whose job is to know inside and out the replay rule, I don't, there had to be a level of confusion or misunderstanding looking at not understanding the time of the game, but then how the the veteran official and Tony Green to say, now, wait a minute, we're inside the last two minutes. This is a restricted area play. How does this, this is reviewable. Let's talk about this a second and get everybody on the same page here. Somehow you come away with the wrong decision. Devo wouldn't have fouled out. He'd have went to the free throw line. Perhaps it changes the outcome of the game. They just messed it up all the way around. They did. Ty, what you don't know is, is that, that rule book over there you're going to have to memorize and uh that's mm. going to become part of your uh job requirement from this point how forward. thick is you it you got to memorize that book i do want to i i had a uh, new year's resolution oh that's small well this this is just the rule book there's a case book over there and a mechanics manual as well um i just you gotta this, read them all this Ty. is my you last read them all this is the 2021 this is a year off i brought my old ones in here but um there are a few changes, but yeah, you there are spark notes. I, I was rule a big eleven. Note guy rule eleven. No, you got to know them all. Okay. Rule eleven is instant replay, and um, that's where the breakdown came. Because here's what happens, and it's not that many pages when you look at this. One, two, three, four, four and a half pages in rule eleven. Inside the last two minutes, 
Things like restricted area, shot clock on made or missed shot inside the last two minutes. Coaches can call time. There's a lot of things that get triggered in the last two minutes that become available to replay. And Chuck loves it when they go to replay and take their time, especially. But inside the last two minutes is where there is a lot more um, flexibility in the rules and allowance by rule, I should say, to look at plays like we saw the other night. So that's what is frustrating is this was not a judgment call that, hey, I think that was a block and you think it's a charge and they called this and I don't like that. And it, it, This is not a judgment situation, Chuck. This is a rule. And um, that, that's, that's the frustrating thing. Well, you know, one of the frustrating things, too, is I don't know how many people in the arena on press row, I say press row, the row there where all the, uh, uh, the broadcasters and such are, the bench areas, I don't know that they knew the explanation. I didn't no. know it. I didn't watch the television broadcast. Did they say anything on TV about not a reviewable call? I don't. But, but no, I don't they, recall. I, you know, I don't recall not. hearing anybody say about staying that. Staying with the call, yeah. best I remember. Now, let me ask you this: If one of the officials had come over and said, "Hey, that that, that RA play is not reviewable by rule," would would you have said, "No, wait a minute, we're inside no, the last two minutes"? No, and that's no, that's no. The, but the people paid to know that failed. Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting this season. Everything from the NFL and bowl season to esports. You'll find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable. We're the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite leagues and events. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code BELIEVE to receive your rewards. That's B-L-E-A-V. BetOnline, where the game starts. Is it is it bad in taste to just have the rule book over there or have it in the SEC Would you office? know where to go? Well, you, you want to get teed up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Start showing that rule book to them out there on the floor. We'll see if you get teed up or not. Uh, Here's what I, and I said this when we were talking about this last hour. If I'm in Eric Musselman or Sam Pittman's shoes, I, I've got someone on my staff that does know those things. And it's their job to to voice that to me as the head coach in that moment. But I think there's real value in a coach. And, and some football coaches have placed somebody in the booth at times that has headset access to, to help them figure out when mm-hmm. to challenge and when not to challenge. I think there's real value at any level, high school, college, pro, wherever, Coaches should have somebody on that staff that knows situations and knows rules, maybe even has an officiating background, I think would bring real value. Because, well, I don't know what you'd pay someone or, or add that to someone's duties, but the other night it may have made the difference yeah. in the ball well, game if Eric Musselman would have had someone that, that knew that information. But, Tommy, you know that on a basketball floor, the idea that it's quiet and everybody hears what everybody says and everyone gets the same explanation and – the guy at the end of the bench knows as much as the guy, you know, down there at the other end. It's not that way on the basketball floor. I hear what you're saying, but I think it would probably end up being something that you did after the fact. It, it in, in real time, uh, as noisy as it is down there with all the things that are going on, I hear what you're saying. Theoretically, I think, you know, you might be on to something there. But it's awfully hard to have all that stuff communicated in real time on a basketball. My God, board. they got forty-seven people sitting on the bench. I hear somebody what you're can, saying. I hear what you're saying. I hear. But, but but Tommy, again, you're 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 operating under the assumption that everybody on the bench has the same access to the information that the head coach does. They do not. 
Some of this, though, if you pay attention, and, and again, you know what's going on in the game. It was clear what they were doing the other night. They were reviewing a restricted area play. There's no doubt about that, but, but you know, how many of us knew until the next day that what they actually based their decision on was whether or not it was a reviewable play? If it's not a reviewable play, what they spend all their time over there for? Yeah. yeah. Well, I think they were also going back to look at a play on a previous trip, too. That, or that's the way TV led you to believe. Yeah, the D, um, what was well, it? On, I have no problem with them spending as much time as they need in the last two minutes to get a critical call right. I just think there are sometimes during the game they go to it when it's it, it disrupts the flow of the game. It's too much emphasis is put on being right, being one hundred percent right. Well, and, well, but you Tommy, be in the last at, four minutes, you have to be minute mark at the eighteen minute mark. That's not the most important thing. Agreed. But Inside at the forty-three two minutes, second mark. But I don't it, disagree it with that. I, that's it, it, that's, I agree why, with that's why I said yeah. inside two minutes, take as long as it, it, it as you need. I'd say, but four. let's not compound all this replay stuff by spending four minutes looking at a call at the eighteen minute mark. I, I agree with you, and 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 I'm going to tell you that's what's instructed of the officials. You get more grace and more time as the game's in the balance at the end. I would say the last four minutes, Chuck, not the last two. But inside that last media timeout, there's not enough possessions to overcome a mistake like this. 43 seconds to go. You have a, a call. There's not enough possessions for Arkansas to overcome that. I'm that, not disagreeing with that. Now, I think one of the things that needs to be changed, the lead official, when they finally make a call on replay, he acts like he's carrying a top-secret box, <laughs> like he's the most important man in America. And only an entitled few are entitled to know what he knows. That's why I say when I, when I watch this, I see egos take over. I see egos of officials who've ref the final four who feel like they are at that moment the most important man in the building um and i do believe that a lack of communication has a lot to do with some of the problems that go on at the end are you telling me that tony green and the replay guy in birmingham are the only people who should be discussing this? Of course not. And and the other people are just not privy to that information. And I'm so sick of watching lead officials at the end of a replay session acting like they're carrying a top-secret box. I mean, come on, guys. Well, generally, one of the other officials will go communicate with the TV crew. I would, I would like to see moving closer to what the NBA does, and there's some kind of microphone. public address. Yeah, microphones. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I think... But if I think if it had been... If the information had been disseminated the other night that, hey, we're, we can't look at this play because it's not reviewable, I would like to think that someone would raise their hand and say, no, wait a minute. That's my point. Yeah. But we, I, I, I'm like, I mean, you were on press row. You know what was communicated at the press table and what's not. And um, from the TV standpoint, it was never said that I remember or remember hearing. Neil didn't say it. You're that, right. hey, that play wasn't reviewed. I just assumed. I, I always assume they get the rule right. And that they had some angle, or they didn't feel that the angles we were shown was conclusive on the hill being on or above the the restricted area line. Because every angle we saw at home, Chuck, and I don't know how much replay you have there doing none, the game. None. It looked 
obvious. Would you say it looked obvious his heel was on or above based on the angles presented? Based well, on and, we and yeah. Yeah. the point is, is that during that entire delay, we all assumed that they were trying to determine where the foot was. That's what we assumed. And I'll go back to what I said a minute ago. If it's not revealable, why would you spend five minutes over there? Um, what were you looking at? You know, what were you trying to determine? If it's not reviewable, mm-hmm. I mean, we watch football games all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, first thing they say, not reviewable. You know, we're not even going to look at it. My frustration is you go back to a replay center with someone who should know the replay rule better than, I mean, the on-court officials know it too, but that's that, that's the frustrating part. How does a veteran official and the replay center, maybe you say, well, that's the replay guy. I just assume, you know, I, that that's the part that just doesn't set well with me. The replay officials should know. There's 43 seconds in the game. We're inside the last two minutes. Bells go off that, hey, we communicate as crews in the small college games I work. Hey, inside the last two minutes, remember, we can do this, this, and this. Um, that That's a common routine communication. There was some kind of breakdown the other night in that. SEC, Greg Sankey gave that replay official a raise because he screwed over Arkansas. And you know that how. You can't tell me otherwise. So I'll, I'll F, how do you say it? F. Oh, I am. Because yeah, yeah. the SEC, of course, is a <laughs> private institution, and I don't have a, a way to do that. That's not even right either. Let's talk to yeah, David in South say. Arkansas. <laughs> There's about three things that are wrong there. David, go ahead, man. Uh, good morning, gentlemen. Excellent discussion. Really enjoying it. Just two quick questions, and then I'll get off. Can an official on the floor run over to another official and say, hey, no, that was blocking, not charging? Who can override who? And also, what about professional full-time officials? Would that come into play in any way? Thanks, guys. Yeah. Thanks, David. So when you're going to see that change is when the restricted area is involved. And generally, the lead official, the one on the baseline, will make that block charge play on plays in the paint. The only time you're going to see it on the floor changed is when one of the outside officials, and generally it's the center official, comes over and says, Feet were on the line or not on the line, and they changed the call one way or the other. That's that's the only time. As far as full time, not all, but a lot of these guys, this is all they do. The, you know, they particularly from October till March, refereeing is all they do. Some have insurance agencies and private businesses, and uh, you know, one official they got in the crosshairs a few years ago with a Kentucky fan base. He had a home improvement signing business. I mean, these guys generally um, have other jobs uh, or own companies uh, but a lot of them think Matt in this time of the year they have that flexibility because they own their companies run their companies what they're they're traveling three or four days a week usually yeah i think matt jones got sued for that not our yeah. matt jones the kentucky sports radio db matt yeah. jones this has been presented by bet online this is an exclusive property of pearson broadcasting it may not be copied reproduced modified published uploaded reposted transmitted or distributed in any way without pearson broadcasting's prior written consent thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.